He is risen. The Lord is risen indeed. This is the day which the Lord hath made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouths shall show forth thy praise. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. The Lord hath manifested forth his glory. O come, let us adore him. Christ our Passover is sacrificed for us. Therefore let us keep the feast, not with old leaven, neither with the leaven of malice and wickedness, but with the unleavened bread of sincerity and truth. Christ, being raised from the dead, dieth no more. Death hath no more dominion over him. For in that he died, he died unto sin once, but in that he liveth, he liveth unto God. Likewise, reckon ye also yourselves to be dead indeed unto sin, but alive unto God through Jesus Christ our Lord. Christ is risen from the dead, and become the firstfruits of them that slept. For since by man came death, by man came also the resurrection of the dead. For as in Adam all die, even so in Christ shall all be made alive. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Psalm 116 is on page 460, excuse me, 486. My delight is in the Lord, because he hath heard the voice of my prayer. Because he hath inclined his ear unto me, therefore will I call upon him as long as I live. The snares of death compassed me round about, and the pains of hell have got, got hold upon me. I found trouble and heaviness. Then called I upon the name of the Lord. O Lord, I beseech thee, deliver my soul. Gracious is the Lord and righteous. Yea, our God is merciful. The Lord preserveth the simple. I was in misery, and he helped me. Turn again, then, unto thy rest, O my soul, for the Lord hath rewarded thee. And why? Thou hast delivered my soul from death, mine eyes from tears, and my feet from falling. I will walk before the Lord in the land of the living. I believed, and therefore will I speak, but I was sore troubled. I said in my haste, All men are liars. What reward shall I give unto the Lord? for all the benefits that he hath done unto me. I will receive the cup of salvation and call upon the name of the Lord. I will pay my vows now in the presence of all his people. Right dear in the sight of the Lord is the death of his saints. Behold, O Lord, how that I am thy servant. I am thy servant and the son of thine handmaid. Thou hast broken my bonds in sunder. I will offer to thee the sacrifice of thanksgiving, and will call upon the name of the Lord. I will pay my vows unto the Lord, in the sight of all his people, in the courts of the Lord's house, even in the midst of thee, O Jerusalem. Praise the Lord. 
Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the 21st verse of the 19th chapter of the book of Job. Have pity on me, have pity on me, O you, my friends, for the hand of God has struck me. Why do you persecute me as God does, and are not satisfied with my flesh? Oh, that my words were written! Oh, that they were inscribed in a book, and they were engraved on a rock with an iron pen and lead forever! For I know that my Redeemer lives, and he shall stand at last on the earth, and after my skin is destroyed, this I know that in my flesh I shall see God, whom I shall see for myself, and my eyes shall behold, and not another. Here endeth the first lesson. We praise thee, O God. We acknowledge thee to be the Lord. All the earth doth worship thee, the Father everlasting. To thee all angels cry aloud the heavens and all the powers therein. To thee cherubim and seraphim continually do cry, Holy, 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 Lord God of Sabaoth. Heaven and earth are full of the majesty of thy glory. The glorious company of the apostles praise thee. The goodly fellowship of the prophets praise thee. The noble army of martyrs praise thee. The holy church who at all the world doth acknowledge thee. The father of an infinite majesty, thine adorable true and only Son, also the Holy Ghost, the Comforter. Thou art the King of glory, O Christ. Thou art the everlasting Son of the Father. When thou tookest upon thee to deliver man, thou didst humble thyself to be born of a virgin. When thou hast overcome the sharpness of death, thou didst open the kingdom of heavens to all believers. Thou sittest at the right hand of God in the glory of the Father. We believe that thou shalt come to be our judge. We therefore pray thee, help thy servants whom thou hast redeemed with thy precious blood. Make them to be numbered with thy saints in glory everlasting. O Lord, save thy people and bless thine heritage. Govern them and lift them up forever. Day by day we magnify thee, and we worship thy name ever, world without end. Thou save, O Lord, to keep us this day without sin. O Lord, have mercy upon us, have mercy upon us. O Lord, let thy mercy be upon us, as our trust is in thee. O Lord, in thee have I trusted, let me never be confounded. Here beginneth the 44th verse of the 12th chapter of the Gospel according to St. John. Then Jesus cried out and said, he who believes in me believes not in me, but in him who sent me. And he who sees me sees him who sent me. I have come as a light into the world, that whoever believes in me should not abide in darkness. And if anyone hears my words and does not believe, I do not judge him, for I do not come to judge the world, but to save the world. He who rejects me and does not receive my word has that which judges him. The word that I have spoken will judge him in the last day. 
for I have not spoken on my own authority, but the Father who sent me gave me a command that I should say and what I should speak. And I know that his command is everlasting life. Therefore, whatever I speak, just as the Father has told me, so I speak. Here endeth the second lesson. Thou art worthy, O Lord, to receive glory and honor and power. For thou hast created all things, and for thy pleasure they are and were created. Thou art worthy, O Lamb that was slain, and hast redeemed us to God by thy blood, out of every kindred and tongue and people and nation, and hast made us kings and priests unto our God. Blessing and honor and glory and power be unto him that sitteth upon the throne, and unto the Lamb forever and ever. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us, and grant us thy salvation. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. Almighty God, who alone canst order the unruly wills and affections of sinful men, grant unto thy people that they may love the thing which thou hast commandest, and desire that which thou dost promise, that so among the sundry and manifold changes of the world our hearts may surely there be fixed, where true joys are to be found through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth our eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom, defend us, thy humble servants, in all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries, through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, Almighty and everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings, being ordered by thy governance, may be righteous in thy sight, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Good morning. I'm reading today's lessons and a character popped into mind, and I don't know how many of you have read the Chronicles of Narnia, but when I look at the uh, paradoxes of life and and uh, how how we have um, 
two things in us. And I, all I can think of at this time is, is this character that was a mouse in the Chronicles of Narnia, and I believe you pronounce his name, Reepicheep. And Reepicheep had a sword, and he was uh, all about honor and doing the right thing. And all he wanted to see was Aslan, who was the Jesus of the, of the world that C.S. Lewis created. And in him was this desire. He knew that inside of him was more than just a tiny little mouse. And uh, he, he was tough, he was uh, faithful, his face was set like flint and, and steadfast, and he was ready to walk anywhere to, and, and risk anything to find and see Aslan. And he was also a loyal, loyal, loyal friend. So as we read it, reading our passages this morning, we see this, this um, paradox, what's, what's inside of us. We see that in us is death in our bodies but in our souls is life. And so we have these two, two things where we fear death and yet death is the door which we pass through to find the fulfillment and the fullness of the kingdom. And so it's kind of interesting. Easter is a 50 day celebration. It's like the longest, uh, second longest season in our, in our church calendar. And it's a 50 day feast until Pentecost, which is another feast. But it's, it's a long season of Easter, and yet here in our gospel, we're going to talk, we're going to head back to just before the crucifixion. It's a little bit of a downer, but um, it's important as we look at this, this paradox that lives within us and um, what we should be focusing on. So um, in Psalm 116, in verse 9, the psalmist writes, I will walk before the Lord in the land of the living. And, and the path to the land of the living leads through the path of submission and it's it, so submission is important and, and finally death but we have um as much as we might fear death we also have a lord who has shown us the way has, has taken and beaten that and walked before us so we don't have to fear it um, that's why i think um, one of the verses i really like when i first read this psalm when, we, when i started doing a morning and evening prayer regularly was precious in the sight of the in the sight of the Lord is the death of his saints. And so I think about that's that seems so crazy that you know that death would be a good thing, but we have to look at it more as a doorway into a into a fullness. So this week I was reading C.S. Lewis and he had a little passage on death and I thought it was really interesting because what we see is the dark side of death and then <clears throat> and when I read this little quote to you, you'll see the other side. So C.S. Lewis wrote, on the one hand, death is the triumph of Satan, the punishment of the fall and the last enemy. Christ shed tears at the grave of Lazarus and sweated blood in Gethsemane. The life of lives that was in him detested this penal obscenity, not less than we do, but more. On the other hand, only he who loses his life will save it. We are baptized into the death of Christ, and it is the remedy for the fall. Death is, in fact, what some modern people call ambivalent. It is Satan's great weapon and also God's great weapon. It is holy and unholy, our supreme disgrace and our only hope, the thing Christ came to conquer and the means by which he conquered it. So we see that, that, that tension between our, our, one, our, our, our running from it and then our need to go through it. In Job, he teaches that um, God will be at the end of submission and faithfulness. He says, for I know that my Redeemer lives, and he shall stand at last on the earth. And after my skin is destroyed, this I know, 
that in my flesh I shall see God, whom I shall see for myself, and my eyes shall behold, and not another, how my heart yearns within me. <laughs> Bob, you're muted. I'm sorry, I muted myself to cough and then forgot that I'm mute. So we go into John, and we're in the Gospel of John, and we see a part where um, Jesus is, is turning away, starting to walk away from the people and just minister to his disciples. And there was some question among his disciples, is our ministry working? Is it worthwhile? Or are we doing what we're supposed to? And just before this, in a few passages before Jesus is talking to them about this, is, this has to happen. This rejection has to happen. Um, the people, it's even, it's prophetic that the people would hear but not believe. And he cries out to them, to his disciples, and he says, but, um, but who will, who will believe us? And he talks about his word. And so what the, the answer is that the explanation, uh, for all the unbelief that seemed to be, um, uh, engulfing them and, and leading towards his death, that it was foreseen in scripture and, be, and because it was prophesied, it also becomes necessary. So he's, he's heading towards an end. But as, as we're saying, our message today in this paradox is the end is the beginning. And Jesus said, I know that his command is everlasting life. And he calls us to belief and faithfulness no matter what we have to go through. On Sunday morning, we move um, into communion after morning prayer. So we, we shorten a little. So we'll end with a prayer. And... Um, O oh, oh God, who makest us glad with the weekly remembrance of the glorious resurrection of thy Son, our Lord, thou safe us this day such blessing through our worship of thee, that the days to come may be spent in thy service, through the same Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you for joining us this morning. Thank you, Chris. Thank you for reading the correct passage, even though I put the wrong one down there on Job in the remarks. <laughs> all right, good to see all of you. Thank you, Deacon Bob. Have a wonderful day, everybody. <laughs>